Good morning. Welcome to the Dance to Learn podcast, where I help dance teachers and studio owners dance, learn, and grow right along with your students. I'm your host, Jessica Strong. I'm the creative director and owner of Dance to Learn. In today's episode, I am talking about remote learning and giving you tips and tricks on how you can keep your students engaged and enriched from behind the screen. Good morning, dance teachers and studio owners. Happy Tuesday and welcome to another episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. I am so excited for today's episode as I will be sharing some classroom management ideas to keep your students engaged if you are teaching remotely this season. I am seeing more and more cities go into lockdowns again, which means that more of us are heading back to Zoom teaching. And of course, Zoom teaching is not ideal by any means because we always prefer in-person learning as our preferred method of instruction. But I'm confident that we can still create an educational, engaging, and enriching learning opportunity for our students from a Zoom classroom as well. In my second episode of the Dance to Learn podcast, I discussed teaching in a virtual setting way back when the pandemic was still partly new to all of us. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I invite you to go back in time to season one of the Dance to Learn podcast and give that episode a listen. That was episode two of our podcast. And in that episode, I discussed how children relate to electronics. And one thing that I think is important to remember is that when kids sit down to watch TV or watch something on a computer or an iPad, they're not often doing anything, right? They're sitting, they're observing, and they're listening, but they don't often do anything. So we have to remember that it's our job as the dance instructor to show them what is expected of them in a virtual classroom, as well as inspire and motivate them to get up, move, and interact with you just like they would in the dance studio setting. So that's what we are talking about today. How can we inspire and motivate our students to engage and interact with us, their dance teachers, as well as their peers in a virtual setting. So one place that I love going lately to find ideas is on TikTok. If you guys are not on TikTok, I highly recommend getting TikTok and just follow the hashtag classroom management. There are some great ideas out there. And my first tip for all of us today, I actually got from TikTok and it's called the secret student. And I... I just find this idea incredible and it's so smart and such a fun way to keep your entire class engaged and focused on you. So this is how it works. So the first step for your secret student is obviously to pick 
one student from your class to be the secret student that week. And so when you're picking your secret, secret student, be sure that it's someone who hasn't been the secret student before. Because it won't be fun for anyone if the same student is always the secret student. So maybe start by picking your secret students alphabetically by their first name. And then for the second round, pick them alphabetically from their last name. And then after that, switch it up a little bit. But just try your best to make sure that it's fair and everybody has an equal opportunity to be your secret student. So step two is pick some incentives for your class. So maybe your class really loves playing freeze dance at the end of every class. So make this an incentive for them. So if your secret student does a great job in class, then they can win the opportunity for the class to play freeze dance. Or maybe your class really wants to do something silly and wacky like wear their PJs to dance class one day. Or maybe they want to dig out those old Halloween costumes and wear those for a day. Who knows? Maybe they want a day to color in some fun dance-related coloring pages. So you can ask your students and they can really... Uh, engage with you and let you know what may get them excited to come up with some super fun class incentives for them and then they can vote together as a group. What you also want to think about is the frequency that you want some of these activities to happen. You may not want your students wearing PJs every single class, right? That could be a little bit distracting. So another Another fun incentive that you can do is they can win stars or fuzzies or something that leads up when they've accumulated enough. That's when they get those big incentives. So you could have a little jar, for example, a little glass jar, and maybe they win fuzzies, which could be something cute like pom-poms, and they could spin the wheel and they win three fuzzies and you add three fuzzies into their jar. And then when the jar is full, then they get to pick if they wanna wear their PJs or their Halloween costumes or whatever to dance class. Or you could also have a star chart. And if their star chart fills up with all the stars, that's when they can pick something fun. So a couple other ideas as well when coordinating your wheel of winnings. So step three, you're going to want to create a slide or spreadsheet where you can hide the secret student's name during class. And you can use something like Google Slides and you can hide the name behind a dance image and then share your screen when it's time to reveal the secret student, which you do at the end of every class. And then this way they can see who the student was as a whole. And it's really exciting for them. If you don't want to create a slide, you can also write their name on a piece of paper and maybe unfold it at the end to reveal the secret student. But however you want to do it, it's just a really fun way to get the kids excited to see who the secret student was today. So step four, determine what your expectations are of your secret student before your classes begin. So for example, if you're teaching a younger class it is expected that they're probably going to have a harder time with this whole virtual learning thing. So you may want to use more grace in your expectations. So for example, you might expect that your students might need 
maybe three to five reminders throughout class to stay focused. So if that's what you think they're going to need, then you should determine that your secret student should be revealed if you used less than five reminders for their expectations, right? So if you have to remind somebody six, seven, eight, nine, ten times to focus, that's above what your expectations were. So at that point, it's up to you as the teacher to say, you know what, today I'm not revealing my secret student because I know they can do better. But if you only had to remind them two or three times to focus, that's a pretty good job that your secret student did. So go ahead and reveal them and let them pick a prize from your spinning wheel. So now that you've planned out your secret student strategy, here's how secret student works. So at the start of each class, let your students know that you see a secret student. You don't tell the class who the secret student is, but you can hint when you see the secret student doing something great. For example, you can say, I spy with my teacher eye my secret student sitting crisscross applesauce. So the kids who are sitting crisscross applesauce are going to think, ooh, am I the secret student? And if there are kiddos who aren't sitting crisscross applesauce, they may want to be the secret student, so they're going to quickly sit crisscross applesauce as well so they can focus on you. Now let's say your secret student isn't performing well or doing what you've asked them to do. You can also say, I spy with my teacher eye someone who is not my secret student following my directions. So again, this should motivate the secret student and others to do a better job of listening and focusing on you. You can also motivate your students with the promise of being a future secret student. For example, I spy with my teacher I three students who are following my directions. I am using my teacher photographic memory to remember these three students and I'm putting them in my jar to be my next secret student. So again, just a really fun way to motivate them to be good listeners and focus on you. So the goal is to inspire and motivate not only your secret student, but all of your students to stay focused and continue listening to you, the instructor, throughout class. If your secret student does a great job, then they are revealed at the end of class. They get to spin the wheel to win a prize for everyone. Now, if the secret student does not do a great job, they are not revealed. What we don't want to do is call out someone for not doing a good job. But we should give them another chance at being the secret student next time. So if they still struggle that second time and we still can't reveal them at the end of that second class, at that point, I would suggest that you choose a different secret student for the next class. And then it may be a good idea to pull that teacher and parent aside, maybe have a private phone call with them and find out if there's another way or if the parent has any other ideas on how we can get that child to engage, interact, and focus 
on the virtual class setting. So give Secret Student a try. Let me know how it goes. I think that this is a wonderful way to engage and really excite your students in the virtual classroom setting. All right, so my second tip for you if you are teaching virtually is to create really fun and engaging class activities. So to teach virtually, we must adjust our teaching strategies. If we go into a virtual setting and try to teach like we do in the dance studio, we're probably not gonna be successful. We need to come up with some creative ways to keep our kids engaged and focused in a virtual world. So that means creating unique learning opportunities and fun and engaging games for our students to interact with. So I've compiled a list of a couple activities that I thought would be fun for you to incorporate into your virtual classrooms. So the first one is a game of I Spy. So if you don't know, every Monday on the Dance to Learn Instagram and Facebook pages, I share a live Movement Monday activity. This is a free activity that I share with dance teachers that I hope you incorporate into your preschool dance classes every week. So this week I shared a dance giving game and it's a Thanksgiving themed game that you can play with your students to dance out your Thanksgiving meal. And the game works great both in studio and virtually because it's an I spy game. The goal is that you display the different food items for your kids to see. So if you're in a classroom setting, you can hang them on a mirror or on a wall or even put them on the floor in front of the class so all of your students can see them. If you're teaching virtually, you can do it a couple different ways. You can display them maybe on a wall behind you, or you can put them on a poster board and hold up the poster board, or you could even use something like a Google slide to display the images and then use your share screen feature when it's time for your students to spy something. Now each item on your iSpy board should have a dance movement attached. So for our dance giving game, I tried to attach dance movements that matched the same letter as the first letter of our food. So for example, for our turkey, I attached the dance move tondu. So we did a turkey tondu. Or for our green beans, I attached the word glissade. So we did green bean glissades. And for mashed potatoes, I attached the dance move march, and we did marching mashed potatoes, etc. So using our dance giving activity as an example, you would ask each of your students to spy something on the board. And they could say, I spy something green. And then as a class, we would all try to guess what that item is. And let's say we all guessed that it's broccoli. So for broccoli, we're gonna stand up, put on our broccoli crown and do a beret turn. They might spy something brown. That's the turkey. So we would do our turkey tondu, etc. So just like you use visual aids in a studio setting, it's important to use the same type of visual aids in your virtual classrooms as well to keep your students engaged. 
dance teachers and studio owners, I am briefly interrupting today's podcast to share an important update with all of you. New in November, Dance to Learn is releasing digital download lesson plan activities each month. These are digital documents that you can download that include a lesson plan activity that can be incorporated into your weekly dance classes. The dance giving example in today's episode is an example of one of those digital download activities. This month for dance giving, we have released four digital download lesson plans, including the thankful tree, terminology turkey, gobble gobble turkey may I, and dance giving. These digital downloads are designed to supplement your classroom to make your students' learning experience more engaging and enriching. Digital downloads start at $1.99 and you can save the more you download. Each digital download comes available as a ballet, tap, or hip-hop lesson plan or you even have the option to create your own. You can find these digital downloads on our website at learn.dancetolearnuniversity.com under the curriculum tab. Now, let's get back to this week's podcast. So my second activity for virtual learning is a random dance party. So remember that secret student? A fun prize that you can include on your incentive wheel could be a dance party. So what this allows the secret student to do is randomly burst out dance party during any upcoming class. It's random and it can happen whenever the secret student wants. If they shout dance party, the class drops whatever they are doing and gets to free dance to any song until the song is over before resetting and returning to class activities. You can use a little sticker chart to track how many dance party shout outs your secret students have just using an easy Google slide. My next activity is dance class bingo. So what you can do is use a fun graphic design tool like Canva, and you can create some fun bingo cards with dance movements and terminology that your class may know. Email your bingo cards to your students before class begins each week so they have their bingo cards ready. And as you perform your skills throughout the class, your students can complete their bingo cards. If anyone gets a bingo during class, they can spin your prize wheel. Activity number four is a role reversal. So something fun to reset your class would be role reversal with your students. The way this activity works is you let your students teach you. So this is really great, especially if you notice that your students are having a hard time mastering a movement So you wanna give them the opportunity to teach you how to do the move. This will get them talking and it makes it fun and silly for them when you purposefully do everything they tell you 
over-exaggerated and really silly. You should even make some of the same mistakes that they are making so they can see what it looks like when they do a dance movement incorrectly. Not only is this really fun, but it will help them be better communicators as well. We can't always have our students on mute. It's okay to take them off mute and let them have a little fun every now and again during our virtual classes. Activity number five is random breaks. So there's a website called online-stopwatch.com. And this website has some really cute and amazing class timers. What you can do is you can set the timer in the background and it'll go off at a random time during class. For example, maybe you want it to go off 37 minutes into your dance class. The timer will go off and that means it's time to do a break. You can have a random activity picker, either using the wheel of names to spin an activity or that online stopwatch has some really super cute random pickers. You could pick your activity out of a hat, it could crack an egg open, or you can even pull something out of a piggy bank. But pick your favorite activities to type into the random name generator. You can include your scavenger hunt, role reversal, dance party, or any other fun game that you can think of. Click that random generator icon and see what it chooses. Complete that short break and then return to your regular scheduled dance class. My next activity that you can use is the magic word. So this is really great for your auditory learners. It's sort of similar to your secret student, but instead of choosing a secret student, you're choosing a magic word for your class. It can be any word, but if you say the magic word, everyone must stop what they are doing and perform a dance move. Let's say your magic word is noodle. <laughs> everyone must stop what they're doing and dance like a noodle. Maybe your magic word is penguin. Everyone must stop what they are doing and waddle like a penguin. Maybe your magic word is plie. Everyone must stop what they are doing and perform a plie. Throw your magic word out anytime you think your class may be losing focus to recenter them on the task at hand. All right, and my last fun activity that you can incorporate into your virtual dance classrooms is a scavenger hunt. I would use this as a reset idea for your class and I would only use it when you feel like your class is really struggling to focus on you and you want to do a quick reset before returning to class. Pick a random object for your students to find. It could be a favorite teddy bear, a favorite pair of socks, their favorite blanket, whatever it is. And then set your task timer on that website, the onlinestopwatch.com and have them bring back the item before that timer goes off and then they can just hold it up into their web browser and share the scavenger hunt item that they found. So now that I've shared some fun and engaging activities that you can incorporate into your virtual dance rooms, I have one more tip that can really take your virtual classroom to the next level. And I recently discovered this on a website called classkick.com. 
So for my dance giving activity, I created an interactive worksheet that my students can complete that allows them to match their Thanksgiving dinner items with the dance moves that start with the same sound. So what I did was I added an image that can be manipulated or moved around the page. The students can drag that up to the box next to the dance move with the matching sound. So for example, they could drag the broccoli image up to the beret sound. Classkick.com also has a voice recorder option. So all I did was added a voice recorder underneath each box so they could hear the sound of the terminology words. So as you're teaching remotely and teaching this activity, after they get something correct or after you perform a move, just direct your class to go complete their interactive worksheet throughout class. And what's really great about classkick.com is you can watch everything in real time. So you can see if they're completing the worksheet correctly or not, and you can help them pick the right items as they drag them through the worksheet. So I actually created a short video on our TikTok channel, which is Dance to Learn One. Head on over there and watch that demonstration in action because I shared that interactive worksheet with you and all of the different options that you have at your disposal through classkick.com. So I want to thank you all for joining me on today's podcast. I have shared all the links to the resources that I mentioned in today's podcast in the podcast description. As a reminder, if you are loving the Dance to Learn podcast, please take a moment to leave us a five-star review. I may feature your five-star review on an upcoming episode. If your review is featured, you will also receive a $10 Amazon gift card for your studio. So once again, my name is Jessica Strong, and I'm the creative director and owner here at Dance to Learn. I hope that you all have a wonderful week and that you continue to dance, learn, and grow right along with your students. Bye!